Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, communication, healing energies, and miracles, and shares ways to discover and utilize intuition for greater awareness and for a clearer knowing of self. Today I am most delighted to welcome Martin Root to discuss Heaven on Earth, what it means and why so many of us think about ways to improve ourselves, the human condition, and our world. It appears to be a need or calling from the soul of life. Hello, Martin, and thank you for joining me on Healing from Within. Cheryl, I thank you, and I, I love that it, that last line, it appeals, it appears to be a, say it again? A need or calling from the soul of life. Whew. I didn't write that. You wrote that. I love that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, you and I are on a similar vibration, must be from the same soul group yeah. here to distribute the truth about who we are and, and how to um, live you know, a purposeful, joyful, and healthy life. So, yes. so, Martin, yes. as listeners of Healing from Within know, uh, my guests and I from all different aspects of life areas of life, share intimate stories and insights into understanding the metaphysical aspects of life so we may accommodate our energetic spiritual inner life goals and align it with the ego-based physical reality of materialism, family, community life, and expectations, learning to balance and utilize intuition or higher consciousness uh, for, as I said before, a healthier, uh, more purposeful life experience. And perhaps, if we're very lucky, to discover heaven within ourselves so we may offer this light into the world, creating heaven on earth. In today's episode of Healing from Within, we will explore the three simple questions that will help you change the world and easily provide a simple blueprint for you to discover what heaven on earth is for you and what simple, easy, concrete steps you can take to begin making heaven on earth real. Martin Root is the co-author of the New York Times bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul at Work. He is president of Livelihood, a management consulting firm in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and works with world corporations and has addressed the Corporate Leadership and Ethics Forum of Harvard Business School. Martin, I always love to ask my guests to think back. you got to go back now to your childhood and remember a person, place, or event that may have shown you or others around you the adult life you might experience and the interests and passions uh, that might call out to you that is very mm -hmm. easy for me to say I can remember <clears throat> sitting on the front porch of our home in Hamilton Ontario Canada reading the newspapers I would read like two or three newspapers a day and this thought popped into my mind that I'm here to change the world and mm -hmm. it, it was as simple as that I had no Reference. Uh, nobody I knew was in that arena. Nobody was in the transformation business, even the motivation. I, I didn't know anything that would have caused that thought to come into my head, and it did. But you also, I read that you also, uh, your parents were from Poland, your father from Ukraine. 
you spoke you spoke Yiddish. You learned other languages, yeah. Hebrew, and uh, I come from a similar background. But I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and uh, <clears throat> I I think what I want our listeners to know is that we are born with a plan, a destiny, and one way or another it will surface in our life. Now you were younger. But I was 17 when I saw the show Man of La Mancha. Do you yeah. know that show? About sure, sure. a man chasing dreams and miracles and protecting people no matter the consequences. And so there was the song The Impossible Dream, uh, which spoke of reaching for the stars and going where angels feared to tread and to bear with unbearable sorrow and to right the unrightable wrong. A quest, a willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause and <laughs> you know <laughs> I sang that song and lived that song and I've lived my life actually doing exactly that and so you see it was there in our childhood it was there in our heart and soul and it's a way of asking spirit maybe subconsciously not with our mind uh, to bring us or bring heaven on earth and it's really a state of mind that begins for some of us really early on. But for most of us, it's a similar quest, I would think, to find the truth about who we are. So how did you begin exploring heaven on earth? Well, I, <clears throat> this, uh, I've been doing a lot of, as you said in your introduction, uh, consulting with large corporations, Sony Pictures, Southern California Edison, um, you know, very traditional corporate vision work. And I felt a real pain in my heart and soul at the condition of the world. Mm. And I just it didn't seem right. And I'd done a lot of work on vision. I'd done a lot of work on spirituality and work. And I, I remember sitting there one day, to, I was going to do a keynote address and on spirituality and work. And the thought I had was, if every business in the world is spiritual, is that what you want? And I'm... I said, no, if we could transform business, because business is the temporal power in the world, we could transform the world. And then this thought popped into my head, oh, you mean heaven on earth. Mm. And I, I can remember sitting there going, what? You can't say that. And then I thought, well, why not? You know, I can certainly talk to you about hell on earth. That's a permissible conversation. Why can't I talk about heaven on earth? And so that began this inquiry about 25 or 30 years ago about what is heaven on earth, how do we make it real in people's experience, internally and externally. And I just started going around asking people, what's heaven on earth for you? What's heaven on earth for you? And so on and so on. I didn't have a particular answer in mind. I was really interested in just seeing what this field was about. Right. You want to you wanna know something about the same time as you, yeah. about 26 years ago. That's when my real serious spiritual journey began. I had a dream my deceased grandfather in spirit was saying to me, you have to write something for your father. And I woke up and I said, what was that about? And the next day my dad passed and I wrote his eulogy and so began my awakening because I couldn't forget the connection to my grandfather in energy in that dream. And that made me go forward to want to understand who we were 
because I thought, you know, you live your physical life, you do the best you can, you leave memories behind. But suddenly I realized, no, there's much, much more. And I also had a pain in my heart and was starting to ask questions because perhaps I wasn't fulfilling my spiritual purpose yet. And so uh, after that, I started to hear words all the time, time and space, heaven on earth. And it was like I didn't understand either because yeah. it's a process, what I was to do exactly. But I was very uh, aware that those terms were coming up quite frequently in my meditation and in my feelings. And I wanted to know more about heaven on earth and how we could create it, how we could be part of a generation uh, perhaps bringing us from a third dimensional reality to a fourth or fifth dimension of more energy, more spirit, more love, compassion, compassion and more being who we really are uh, than just who the mind was tricking us into thinking we were. So I, I guess we were similar about that. And yeah. it seems like heaven on earth is really such a big, huge idea. Do you think people get overwhelmed? Well, here's the secret. I think part of its uh, what barrier to entry is that people think it is a big idea, where I think it's a very simple idea. Right. I think we have inside of us a knowing of what heaven on earth is for us and a desire to begin making that real in the world. And so that's been the rest of the work. Once I ask you know, people what's heaven on earth for, what heaven on earth for you is, and so on and so on, I boiled it down to three questions, and I'd love to ask you my three questions and, and have your listeners answer them as well as I ask them. Can we do that? Sure. All right, so question one, and I'll say it slowly. Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth. Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth. What was going on? Mm, that's interesting. Well... In my book, The Living Spirit, I write about one day at a meditation group. I had five students with me, and we were in meditation. And I suddenly sensed Jesus right to the right side of me. And he was crying, and I found myself choking back tears as well. And he said something to the effect I have cried for many ills done by unknowing souls uh, just like you and your group members sometimes cry for the injustice and insensitivity of many and I I had such a feeling in my heart I cannot even to this day describe it it was as if Jesus wanted me to know that he and other emissaries of the unseen world uh, working right by our side for the advancement of humanity and they impress on all of us that self-love and love for others is always the goal of every soul so for me heaven on earth is the feeling within that we are never alone and always loved by the divine and in that moment I knew just that Lovely. All right, let me let me ask you all three questions, then I'll come back and talk about the questions and your answers. You've already partially answered this one, but let me ask you it because it's important in the in the process here. 
imagine that you have a magic wand and with this ma in your hand right now and with this magic wand you can have heaven on earth what's heaven on earth for you I already have heaven on earth because I know the truth of who we are as spiritual beings having a physical life and I know we're eternal and that there is no death and that we are here to uh, have more self-love and to serve and to um, continue to learn and grow in energy and in spirit and uh, hmm. well I'll tell a little story it happened only once but I was driving in the car one day and looking up at the sun and all of a sudden I had this explosion of warmth within my solar plexus and heart and it was a true moment of peace and connection to spirit and there was no reason for it there was no thought in my head it was just the joy of being alive so I guess that's heaven on earth very clear for me at that moment it was yeah and and what the third question what simple easy concrete step will you take in the next 24 hours to have more of that oh that's a tough one <laughs> well I will tell you what it is I every night at 11 o'clock uh, before I go to sleep that's uh, I meditate and I uh, do distant healing and I send out uh, healing to those I know and those I don't know and those in spirit and anyone who is connected to me or lying to me whose spirit wants me to reach and sometimes I don't even know them and I always fall asleep and ask for protection that I have dreams that will encourage uh, me to mm, move on to the next step of the journey with joy and positivity and compassion and love and to conquer any of the fears of the day, any of the sadness of the day. If I listen to the news, I'm certainly going to hear things that will uh, disrupt my uh, peace of mind for the moment, but not for long because I always get maligned and I know that everything that's happening is not random and there is meaning and purpose. So I accept pretty much everything. I don't know. Did I answer that question or I went off yep. on a tangent? No, no. You, uh, there is no, you know, the correct answer. So let me, let me go back and talk about the three questions. Question one, recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth, what was going on? What you did was you went right to the answer. You talked about Jesus, the whole Jesus uh, experience beside you and what that led to what you didn't do and what no one does is you didn't ask me Martin what do you mean by heaven on earth it's amazing to me Cheryl. everybody well, knows well because I know what heaven on earth is it's a state of being it's a well, state of mind it's a state of acceptance and allowing your, you to work with spirit so I wouldn't ask you that question because you and I have already discovered that. I, I, I get it. I get it. Uh, and I'm talking about the vast majority of people who I ask these three questions. To. Okay, yeah. What they do is just answer the question. They don't ask, what's heaven on earth for you? 
And I think that's very important revelation because it's saying that there's an already knowing within people that's present and thus they can answer the question. Right. And I think that's very important that we already know. The second question, here's a magic wand, and with it you can have heaven on earth. What's heaven on earth for you? And again, you went right to it. What always happens is people always go right to it. When I do a webinar or a seminar with you know several hundred people, and people stand up and start sharing about what heaven on earth is for them, it's so deeply moving. Even they might have different ideas, like you know, heaven on earth for me is about love, or heaven on earth for me is about ending hunger, or whatever the answer is, they know, and they want that to be present in the world as something normal. But Martin, I think that's because most of the people you're dealing with are searching for this, and they come to you when you're seminars or lectures, as they come to me, because they're also they're searching for more of this. They're aware on some level, and they want to make sure they don't miss the mark and that they can continue to grow and serve and be comfortable in both their physical and spiritual life. So I think we're already lucky to be working with people who are on this path. There are many others who are not on this path. Right, heaven on earth is not a a goal for them. What is a goal for them is to survive in the material world, to have more, uh, to be more, and to do more. Uh, but you and I, and many of the people who are listening to this show today, um, are on a different path. We are heaven on earth. We are already the reality of heaven on earth through our efforts and through our love and compassion and hard work. And you told a story that I read about a child where you were at a uh, a hunger. Um, where was it? Oh, in Brazil? Uh, in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let, I let was me, very moved by that. I know, I know, I know you were moved, as, as was I. Uh, I'll tell the story in a second, but I just want to go back to you. I would say... Cheryl, that the majority of people who I speak to or do workshops for have never heard of heaven on earth. Really? Engaging it. I'm more interested in them, to tell you the truth, because if by flipping them, by opening them to heaven on earth, when they really get that it's permissible now, you've unleashed a tremendous amount of energy tremendous amount of energy so yes I do workshops obviously with people who already get it about heaven on earth but I would say the majority of my work is not in that field not at all oh. and I, I'm more comfortable with people who have never heard about it before or are resistant at the beginning that's more interesting to me well, I work with a lot of people who are aware of it because they're, many of them are very intuitive. They're yeah. also light workers. They're all, yeah. They also want to be in service. They're like us. They're all, all out there trying to open people's minds and hearts to the possibility of who they are because they already know, but they want to up their uh, abilities or spiritual um, awareness to a higher level. So. Well, yeah. Let me, I, I will talk to that given that that's your audience then. Then I'm thrilled to have all of you as co-partners with me moving this to the next level. And I really ask, you know, given that you are a light worker, given that you listen to this podcast, to ask the three questions of people. Let's 
you know, take this all to the to the very next level. And it is moving in that level. I just want to give you one thing, and I'll go back to the Brazil story. If you put in the phrase "heaven on earth" in quotes, it has to be in quotes. So quotation "heaven on earth" end quotation, 2018, you'll get roughly 7.5 million results. If you put heaven on earth in quotations 2019 and here we're doing this around mid-june of 2019 i just did it before we got on the phone here there's 9.96 million results so as of mid-june we are already cheryl at 133 percent of the entirety of last year so clearly this is coming in very very strong so i tell it's accelerating Right. It is clearly yes. Accelerated. Yes. So let me go back now to your other question about Brazil. I was there with a friend, and he took me all around. Brazilian man, and he takes me to this place uh, where they in Fortaleza, up in mm. the northeast, in the state of Serra, to this place that the, oh, I can barely tell you this story. I know you want to cry, right? I probably yeah. I do. Yeah, it makes me very angry. Mm. Um, and so he was. We met with the executive director, Ana Maria, who's just, I, I was in love with instantly. And she takes starving children, not hungry, starving children and their mothers and puts them through a course for several weeks, feeds the children, teaches the mothers how to feed the children, because there's the belief in that part of Brazil that if the child is starving, it must be the will of God. So she has to break that belief system. Anyway, they take me into the room, and there's a young girl about 12 years old. Oh, boy, this just comes back so strong. There's a young girl about 12 years old on the floor, and she's got cigarette burns all over her body and catatonic, not willing to or able, I don't know, didn't speak. And, of course, I don't speak Portuguese. And I just sat there stunned, stunned that somebody could do this to a a child, to, to anybody, you know, but a 12-year-old girl to burn her with cigarette burns so that she was catatonic. And, and I didn't know what to do. I, I gave her a little uh, stuffed doll, and, you know, she recoiled just at that. And so, I mean, I couldn't yeah. even reach out to her. And she, um, so I thought, okay, well, the only thing I know what to do here is to just transfer a thought over from my mind to hers. And I just said, uh, I didn't even know her name. I apologize to you for this. This is wrong. This should not have happened. And I, that was it. And I walked out and with my friend. And, I mean, my, my knees were gone. I could barely stand. I, yeah, I understand. Yeah. The look of shock on his face. And I and she was one of the impetuses uh, for heaven on earth because this was, this was viewing, looking at a hell on earth. And yes. part of heaven on earth, part of creating heaven on earth is cleaning up the hells on earth well yeah as intuitive healer and I use distant healing not long ago there was a boy thrown from the third floor of a landing uh, a mall in Minnesota and I saw his face on Twitter and I started to send every day healing I was crying just to see what had happened to him and two weeks later I saw uh, on Twitter that he was alert, and I knew he was going to to live and be well, and it was a miracle. And yeah. past the hurt and anger you and I had 
describing here in two different situations with children, we really must choose to create heaven on earth and healing. And love is the way. And you did it instinctively. I do it all the time in dealing with, with tragedies. I worked in the New York City schools. I saw children like you described, maybe not as bad. That was a very, very severe uh, situation that you described. But I, I saw and felt much pain. So can you give us um, your final thoughts on how you wish people to start thinking about heaven on earth? Well, a, a couple of ways. Um, I'm still, <laughs> you can feel that story still gets me. Not very many people ask me to relate that story, and I can see why. Yes, now's the time. Now is the time for us to have the new story of what it means to be a human mm. and what it means to be humanity, and that that begins by your declaration, by you saying, okay, I'm in. I'm part of co-creating the experience of heaven on earth and more results of heaven on earth. There's a couple of ways if you want to connect with me. You can go to projectheavenonearth.com, projectheavenonearth.com. There's a free seven-day course. You'll get a weekly blog all for free. You can go to Amazon. In my book, Project Heaven on Earth, the three simple questions that will help you change the world easily is there. And in that book, you'll go through the three questions, answer them for yourselves. And then as I've asked those questions over and over and over and over again, Cheryl, I have discovered seven different gateways, major gateways into heaven on earth. I devote a chapter or more to each of those. So by the time you're finished reading the book, you will know what your simple, and I underline that word simple, heaven on earth project is and how you can make that contribution to your life, to your family, to your work, to your nation, and to our world. Yes. So I would say heaven on earth begins one by one within each of us, and then we shed that light and that awareness out into the world, reaching other people. So I want to thank you, Martin Root, author of Heaven on Earth, for sharing your three questions as an approach to change first ourselves and then the world, and for your passion in being part of this powerful movement for people to connect to a deeper level of awareness and consciousness of eternal soul energy, which allows us to remember and to know the power within that is love and compassion at its purest level. Finding it and sharing it brings heaven to earth. Join Martin, myself, and others in this journey to the truth of our being. To purchase this book, go to projectheavenonearth.com. In summarizing today's episode of Healing from Within, Martin and I have shared a growing awareness of the possibility of the new life we are creating with each new awareness and the new story that we're creating of the energy of soul breath and the hope for many new people and many more people to awaken to the infinite possibilities for healing and growing into the best version of themselves. As Martin revealed... We know we have it within ourselves to tackle the overwhelming problems of the world. The human spirit has already sent and returned a man from the moon, knocked down the Berlin Wall, 
Stop Smallpox and Leprosy Epidemics, brought about a peaceful transition to democracy in South Africa, but there's still more to do there, invented the Internet with its endless possibilities, and we also know that there are infinite challenges to be overcome with that, detected gravitational waves for the first time, launched an interplanetary probe that sent back the first close-up pictures of Pluto, developed nanotechnology, delved into the far reaches of the micro-universe, uh, confirmation of the Higgs boson and the macro-universe observed light from just after the Big Bang, Accomplishments such as this and so much more are a testament to the human spirit and the positive, caring, and creative part of humanity's history. A story shapes our perception of reality. We tell our story to others to connect and to define who we are. Doing is another aspect of story, such as Martin Luther King's actions, the Emancipation Movement story, and Mother Teresa's story of extreme poverty in Calcutta, and choose to change it. Martin and I would have you join us on this journey of self-investigation of our inner world of dynamic new insights and passions and the self-mastery of emotions as we seek the highest forms of love, cooperation, humility, honesty, trust, and truth, and move past the materialistic trappings of society, politics, business, religion, or some of the limiting structures, to be at one with self, the world, humanity, and universe, and create heaven on earth. Just begin by feeling what makes your heart feel pain or joy, and then find ways to use your intuition to rise above challenges, engage, and participate in life. We can change ourselves and then change our world for the better. I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and I invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, to read about and listen to the stories of visionaries, metaphysicians, energy healers, psychologists, educators, authors, world leaders, and indeed people from all walks of life, as we share an awakening process of enormous potential for these challenging, changing times and for the evolution of our personal and collective lives. Shows may also be heard on DreamVision7Radio.com and WebTalkRadio.net. Thank you for listening.